Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Life in Couture podcast, where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and on today's episode, I am going to cover a topic that was inspired by a blog post that I wrote close to the end of 2017 but it was really popular it's probably one of my most my most popular um my most popular blog post it was also featured on another blog as well as um i just recently decided to revive it because just from having some conversations with uh, my clients and colleagues it's been this underlying theme of this this week and so i just felt like it was you know, really important to not only write the blog post, but to follow up with a podcast episode that also addressed it. Um, and so that blog post is called How to Deal with Copycats. And I feel like if you are creative, if you are an entrepreneur, and especially if you have siblings, then you've experienced um, someone mimicking you or copying off of you at some point in your career or at some point in your life and anyone that knows me personally um they know that this is one of my biggest 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 pet peeves but just going through this year i mean i know it's only the middle of april so we're not even halfway through the year but just you know this year and just a lot of different experiences and people that i've met and just um you know it's just my perspective on how to deal with copycats or my perspective on how to deal with um someone copying off of you or someone mimicking you it's it's starting to shift a little and so i feel like that was important to talk about as well um like i'm the second oldest sibling of i mean i have more siblings than those that I grew up in a household with but I'm the second oldest of four children that all grew up under one roof and I do have a younger sister and I just remember when I was younger and I used to be so irritated and I used to be like mom used to be like why are you mad and I'm like I'm mad because she keep copying off of me she want to do what I do um she, she want to go where I go she want to dress how I dress and like when we were kids it used to drive me crazy or if we had like younger cousins or anytime anybody wanted to do anything that I was doing it just bothered me I just always wanted to just be the only one doing whatever I was doing um and my mom used to always say well you know imitation is the greatest form of flattery like you know they want to be like you because you're doing something right and you know that's the line that moms are supposed to say or so I thought but upon me getting older and experienced this on a different level you know not personal not my siblings not people I'm not gonna say I don't care about them (laughs) but you know not people that are as close to me as a sibling or a family member um and it's like it can get a little little probably misuse of the word little but it can get a little like frustrating because it's like you know I put all of this work into a thing or I put all this effort into a thing just for somebody to turn around and you know they have this persona or this perception that what I'm doing is easy and so all of a sudden they want to do the same thing or you know I see my branding um I see my branding in someone I see my branding in someone else's brand and it's just a lot of things that are 
annoying to say the least. And so, um, a quote that is, I was just writing this in my journal one day because I feel like even when, like if I just complete transparency, like even when I started my business or even when I, I wanted to get into entrepreneurship, I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't know the exact direction that I wanted to take. And so this quote came up, um, well not came up, but this quote came to mind because, um, I think it's easy to forget, like it's easy to reach a certain level and then forget like what it was like for you when you first started, because when you first start and you don't really have, you know, you don't have a coach or you don't have anyone that's trying to guide you or, you know, this is your first time being a business owner. This is your first time learning about marketing and branding and how to um, establish yourself within the marketplace it's easy to look to someone else's brand or you know let me look on this website or let me google like for instance i'm a branding coach so let me google branding coaches and see which popular sites pop up and so you know if they're popular if they're you know top hits then i know that they're doing something right or you know if you are looking at someone on social media and it looks like that the things that they are doing it's working for them. And so you want to implement that in what you have going on because it's like, okay, well, if that's working for them, then maybe that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and that's why I say like, as this year has gone on and I've been on this negativity fast too, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. I'm refraining from saying negative things, um, you know, monitoring my thoughts more closely. And so with this, it's like my perspective is starting to shift and I'm starting to see that, okay, like no copycats aren't bad people. Yes, they're a little annoying. It's like a gnat. It's like, can't really harm you, but it can really get on your nerves. And so the quote is that you can copy without trying hearing or seeing something a numerous amount of times embeds it into your subconscious. So you have to be careful of ideas that aren't yours. And, um, and I just thought about this, um, not even from a perspective of, cause yes, I've, I've had, it's like people clearly use like my taglines or like, um, different branding, that is specific to Couture, that's specific to Shop Couture, that's specific to um, TaraSherman.com. And I'm like, it always drives me crazy. I'm like, why would they, like, why would they think it's okay to like blatantly copy like that boldly? And I know um, I've had other colleagues that, that were having this issue and some of my clients that were having this, this issue. They like, they don't even try to hide it. And it's like, the thing is, um, it's like they see it so much. So when it's time for them to create, they're just implementing what's already in their subconscious. And so if you are consistently marketing your business, if you are consistently pushing content and um, pushing your marketing materials and your business cards and, you know, you just out here, you just out here basically um that's embedded into their subconscious so when it's time for them to launch a business when it's time for them to create if they don't have true true direction then they're automatically going to pull from basically what you've put into them and that's not a bad thing and so that's a, that's what i have been like challenging myself to get away from because when i tell y'all <laughs> 
on a scale of one to 10, how annoying this is to me. And now I'm still like working through getting, you know, working through it. Like my perspective is shifting, but you know, I'm human. So it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, but it's that element of being frustrated is taken out of the equation. Now that, that element of being upset is taken out of the equation. So it's still some irritation, but, um, it's still some irritation, but now, like, I, I have a better understanding of why it happens the way that it happens. Um, and I believe that's why, for me, it's important. Like, even when, y'all, when I tell you I'm in, like, 50,000 group chats, it's not an over-exaggeration. Um, okay, maybe it is. But I'm in quite a few group chats. And so, like, I have um, I have a couple different blogger friends, um and so it's like I have like two or three blogger group chats that are going I have some with like some event specialists and promoters stuff like that that one's going um some with like other marketing professionals those are going you know it's people that I'm friends with people that I may have worked with in the past people that I may have met at um, networking events um etc etc but um, just I'm interested in events and I'm interested in blogging and I'm interested in marketing and branding and so when they see things online they send them to me and they're like oh I, like we should do this or we should do this or we should do this and I'm always like you know just not to be rude I'm always like yeah that's nice that's nice that's nice but one thing that I'm really big about is allowing like allowing my inspiration to come from me so Oh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Let me drink some water. Oh, I got the hiccups quick. Um, is allowing my inspiration to come from within or come from, you know, my experiences, come from my travels, from things that I've gotten out and seen. I don't want my inspiration to come from me scrolling a timeline, you know, and it's cool because, um, you know, I follow a lot of different inspirational, motivational people. But as far as like the elements and the components that I put into my business, I always, always, always make sure that, you know, what I'm putting into my business is coming from me. I journal a lot. Um, I'm really careful to monitor my ideas because, like I said, you have to be mindful and be watchful of ideas that are not yours. And so I don't just um, jump head first into me getting an idea because, you know, if I journal and pray about it and really, like, take some time to think about what it is that I'm trying to do, then there are times when I realize and I'm like, that's not that's not a terrorist move. That's a such and such move. Oh, yeah, I remember I saw this on the, you know, and it's like you just start to connect the dots from where that idea originated from. It's like it's not yours. Um, and then as thinkers, because just because someone is in like the startup stages, they are still visionaries and, and creatives and has a visionary, creative, a leader, business owner, etc. Like you have to be fast thinking. And so what we do is we think so fast that sometimes we don't slow down enough to catch ourselves and to catch those ideas that are not ours. And I'm saying we because like um if you guys have been listening to the podcast then you know I like to be all inclusive. I don't like to talk at anyone. Um and so I have this saying and it's it's on my bathroom mirror and it's been on every bathroom mirror I've had since 
probably in like the last 10 years. But it says, my life is not just about me. I'm here to create, to inspire, and to serve others. And so although, um, although people copying you, it is annoying. And no, I'm not giving people a cop out. But I want whoever's listening to this, I want you to have an understanding of, okay, how do I accept the fact that people just going to copy and I still be at peace and I still be able to, you know, have that, that clarity and, and function to where, you know, I have tunnel vision on what, what it is that I'm trying to do. I'm inspired by what I'm trying to do and I can move forward in that. And so, um, the first thing the first tip that I give, and, and guys, I'm just going to kind of go through my blog um, so you can listen to the podcast and then go back through and just, you know, reread the blog just so you can have, just so you can really get this, get this in because um, a lot of times, a lot of things that I write um, end up being for me. <laughs> They're what I needed at that time. Um, and hundred percent of my blog posts have come out of my journal. So even like posts that maybe I've written like on the fly, like I know I just wrote a, um, a post about Cardi B the day that her album came out or maybe may have been the day after. Um, but I was just kind of like vibing to her music and I grabbed my journal and I started writing and that's where that post came from. And then like so on and so forth. So a hundred, a good hundred percent, a good hundred percent, a hundred percent of my blog posts come from my journal. So things that I'm saying, um, they've proven to work in my life, um, and they've also kept myself protected, and they've also kept um, my business protected. So the first thing is um, protect your business. So always have contracts in place. Um, make sure your business name, the logo, branding materials, projects. Make sure your stuff is trademarked and or copywritten make sure that your business is actually a legal entity because if you have not registered your business name that is up for grabs so there are a lot of businesses that say they operate as they are businesses but they are not legal entities they are not registered within the state um they don't have any paperwork to prove that they are an actual formulated legal company um, so register your business and definitely take advantage of those confidentiality and non-disclosure agreement agreements. And I know you heard Beyonce say it. Um, if you want to party with her, you got to sign a non. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to sign a non-disclosure. I'm knocking stuff over. Um, and while that's funny and I'm saying it in a joking manner, all that stuff is super important because you you are going to find yourself collaborating with companies Hold on. you are going to find yourself collaborating with different companies you're going to find yourself in partnership um with other people that are in your field or that are in um fields that complement the field that you are in and people are all <laughs> if you don't know and you are in business you will find out soon enough um, people are not always who they say they are and people are not always stand up people. So, you know, make sure you are protected. So if you say you are in business, make sure you register, make sure you trademarked. Um, if you putting out different publications, make sure they are copywritten. 
Um, make sure if you are partnering with somebody, even if it's a free collaboration, even if it's not that much money that is that is into play, make sure you have a contract in place too so that you both are aware of what you're held accountable to, what is within your scope of this project, um, and what's outside of your scope. Because when you say no, you need to be able to say, it's easier to say no. It's easy for me to say no anyway at this point in my life, but it's easier to say no when that's not in my contract. That's not what we agreed to. You got a reference. You can go back to it. That's not what we said was going to happen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also be mindful. And this is just like a little sidebar because this was a true, a true experience. Um, I partnered on an event. Um, this was a while ago maybe a few years um, I partnered on an event with another company and within the contract the one of the agreements was that we had named this event it was a really cute name and one of the one of the things we had to agree on was that um, the name belonged solely to my partners solely to the person I'm collaborating with it belongs to their company and that I couldn't move forward with any events with this name now, legally, yes, it's in the contract, but had I gone and um, had I gone and, and gotten that name trademarked, then it would have been mine to use. It would have been fair game, um, which is something that ended up happening, not from me, but just from someone who wasn't working on this even at all. It was someone who, who just came, you know, because sometimes people just come to see what's going on. Someone who just came, ended up leaving. And within the next six months, maybe, I can't remember how long, but it wasn't that long. Like, um, within that time, they started their own organization named exactly after that event. And they had all their paperwork. They had they had it registered. They had trade, And it was like nothing that that other company could do. And so um, I just wanted to make sure I addressed that because I don't want anyone to find themselves in that position. If you have something and you feel like you're trying to protect it, a contract I mean, a contract is legally binding. And guys, when in doubt, seek legal counsel. Um, so the contract is legally binding. But had I gone and, and trademarked that name, it's nothing you could do. So make sure what you put, um, make sure what you put in that contract can be up, upheld by the law. So um, meaning to say, she, that company could have requested that from me had they had ownership of that name, but they didn't. Um, okay, so next. Second thing is don't give copycats free promotion. The worst, <laughs> the absolute worst thing I have, like, and I cringe is when I see two business owners arguing online. Like, it, it makes me cringe. And I understand it's difficult to sit back and watch. Like, this is my legacy. This is something I put blood, sweat, and tears into. Um, and so it's easy to, to want to call that person out. Right. And then personally, just spade as a spade, I can be extremely, um, confrontational at times. Right. And there have been times where, um, people have not only mimicked what I've done, but they've tried to create a problem with me, you know, like in front of an audience. 
And so the best thing you could do for your brand, because remember your brand is your business's reputation. And so you, if this is your brand, it's something that you own, it's something that you manage and you're involved in the day-to-day of and people know your face associated with this brand, um, your reputation is also your brand. That's a part of your brand. So your personal reputation ties into your brand at a certain point. Like if someone says, Terrace, they can identify me with my lipstick liner. They can identify me with my book. And so however I act needs to be in alignment with the brand of Couture. Um, And so completely ignoring copycats is something that I highly recommend because you don't want to give out free promotion. That's all that does. And if someone has not only copied what you're doing but are trying to you know provoke you and poke you and and get your attention um after they copied off of you then that means that means that that confirms that yes definitely that one that confirms that your thought of okay yes they're copying off me so it confirms it but two it's like don't give into that don't give them what they want because if you are already established um or if you're a building and you know you are on a different level not not who i'm better than them but you know if, if you're just starting out it is it is a different level than if you've been doing it and if you've been building and if you've been you know getting notoriety it's a different level and so don't that one thing that does is it'll bring them up a few notches and it'll bring you down a few notches and it'll make both your businesses appear to be on the same level and you both look like amateurs. So make sure you are not giving, don't add fuel by giving them your attention. And even if you have to take legal action against someone, like I, I know we are in this time where everything is on social media, but we're, we're all not entertainers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to still uphold, even if you are not, even if you don't have a business, but if you are a blogger or, you know, if you're a social media influencer, whatever the case may be, like you should still be concerned with your reputation as far as working with brands or as far as taking it to the next level and growing, um, growing what your um, earning potential is, because that's ultimately what it boils down to. So if legal action needs to be taken, let the lawyer tend to them. Let let it be handled in court. It doesn't matter what they say, what they do. Um, we hype up clapbacks. But from a branding standpoint, mm, can you do without it? Yeah. Just got to let people talk to themselves sometimes. Third thing is keep your branding strategies a secret. So... You can get overzealous and, and and super excited and you want to discuss ideas and concepts with friend with family, friends, colleagues. Um, but a rule of thumb is no matter how close you are to completing a project or even if the project is complete, just don't discuss it with anyone out of your team, outside of your team. Um, and even your team, they should have non-disclosure agreements some kind of agreement that allows them to be in your business but doesn't allow them to spread your business without legal consequences serious legal consequences um and don't make any official announce don't make any announcements until you are officially ready to begin like marketing the project so like if i am you know a lot of things going pre-sale want to pre-announce it want to give previews um only announce it at that point because you know you see you see this a lot 
a sleeve on a sewing table like oh new project coming soon this coming soon this coming soon this coming soon this coming soon don't be a coming soon be in i'm i have arrived so if you cannot put a date on it like if you cannot say i am launching such and such and such on this day like with my book you know i built up the marketing platform um started the podcast started promoting it started promoting the event um and it was set to launch on january 3rd book was done the event was set the venue was booked um everything was in order it was booked it was ready it was ready to go and so um an example i use of this in my blog is that sponge (laughs) it's spongebob y'all swear i get like analogies from everywhere i might be watching spongebob i still watch cartoons so you come from a cartoon all the way to the bible because i'm just never know what you're gonna get with me um and so you know how plankton tries time and time and time and time again you want the krabby patty formula so bad because the the what is it the crusty crab is booming they have regular customers um they are never short on business mr krabs is look like he rolling in a dough he fat he you know he he in his bag and then you look over to what is it the chum bucket and you see tumbleweeds and so plankton really wants the formula that mr krabs has and he spends so much time trying to get the formula from mr Crab. Um, but the, the Krabby Patty formula is what sets the Krusty Krab apart from the competition. And so because Mr. Krabs understands that, he takes extra precaution, precaution to protect that. He not just like, he not around bragging like, yeah, Plankton, because I use this and this and this. And that's why my sandwiches taste so much better than yours. Because one thing you could do, you could put your foot in your mouth and, um... The things that you say have the power to block your blessings and have the power to um, have the power to, to prevent you from taking to the next level or reaching your the level of success that was intended for you. Well, what's for you is for you, but reaching it at that time. Okay, guys, I'm gonna move on, move on. Okay, and the fourth thing is making sure you are staying on top of industry trends and changes um so like i said before a copycat is not a bad person um however they will always be one step behind you because they can't move forward they can't take a step until you've already taken a step and 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 that's something that you have to understand so if you are i'm trying to think what's the thing my granddaddy used to say to me all the time um i was running track he was like, you keep looking back. Cause I, I kept looking back trying to, you know, see where the other girls were. He like, you keep looking back, you keep looking back. They make you slow down. You got to stay focused. Look at the finish line. Keep running. Um, and it's funny because like thinking about that now, it's like, it's like, if you are focused on this finish line, you focus on this big picture, you focus on your goals and you focus on where it is that you are trying to go where you are trying to take your brand to your business your blog um 
your um yourself as an influencer if you can keep tunnel vision on where you're trying to go so instead of me worrying about who copying today who copying look they doing this now they doing this now because trust me from experience and like even as recently as this year it's like you become obsessed um with like they really just gonna they really just gonna copy off me and, and it becomes and just me speaking for me it's like it became so obsessive for me and it's like you can't even focus on what you trying to do and where you need to be going because you too busy focusing on them copying off you off some things that you already did before so um because you <laughs> y'all listen god ain't through me yet um but it's like because you can't even because you focus on something that you've already done you've already been there done that and not in like a cocky way but you have to get to a place where you like okay been there done that it worked for me i really hope that it works for them too um and then you got to just refocus on this big picture okay where am i going now what are the trends like now what area what direction is this market moving in now so that i can make sure i don't get left in the tide so that I, I can make sure i'm riding the wave instead of you know drowning because that's easy to do and then it's also this thing of you are not you your business is only as good as its last success and i read this thing i'm trying to think where i got it from and i believe i might have quoted it before but it's like okay um they were saying like bragging on your past success is kind of like um dang it i forgot how they worded it but it's like um it's like you taking breaths but you're not gonna brag on your last breath because you because you need to take your current breath to continue to live and that's how you have to look at your business and so um please if not if please take some time out make some time go check out terrasherman.com check out this blog how to deal with copycats um and like i said i know this is something that is frustrating and it's so it was so funny to me this week because like it seemed like it was just coming left, right, left, right, left, right. Terrace, did you see this? See this? Not about my brand, but just like they were going crazy about their stuff, and then it got it just got bad. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was just everywhere. Like I'm telling you, everywhere I turned, someone was like, I, like, do you have this problem? How do you deal with this? How do you deal with this? And I just started laughing to myself because it's like you'd be amazed. Like I was not dealing well. Um, but just in, you know, in coaching and in listening to others' perspectives and in reflecting on what it was like for me to get started, um, it's just, it really pushed my perspective to one of, um, like, I, I want to warn people to be mindful of their ideas, um, as well as to be aware of what works for someone else won't necessarily work for you and to really make sure you do your research because a lot of things look so easy so easy so glamorous 
and we glorify so many things that we see online and we don't know what kind of work it took to get it to that level and so not saying that you can't reach that level i just want if we are pursuing these things i want us to all have a clear picture of what it actually takes to get there and actually understand why people get offended when they're copied that's one hand then on the other hand um for those of us who have been mimics and who have been copied um to learn how to still take that and transition it into something positive because it is easy to to obsess over it's easy to develop ill feelings and negative feelings for whoever is copying and mimicking us um and so just really want you to take that um really reflect on you know what you were like when you got started reflect on the things that i'm sharing and not be upset by that but honestly imitation is a great form of flattery because if someone wants to do something that you are doing it means that it's working for you and they see it working for you and they see you winning and so it's not that um i intentionally want to harm you it's not that they intentionally want to harm you but they see you winning and they see it working so if it's working then i want it to work for me too and so i posted this quote and i'm gonna wrap up guys and it said being an influencer is all fun and games until someone copies your branding strategies hold on let me see let me make sure let me quote myself right quote myself right sometimes i quote myself wrong Mm-hmm. If my phone would work, because you know, our phones do what they want to do when they want to do it. Oh, being an influencer is all fun and games until someone copies your brand. <laughs> now, with that word in itself, influencer, blogger, social media influence, like that's your job. You signed up to have people copy off of you. One. Um, as a business owner, you are a leader by default. You are a visionary. So if people can see your vision, they're going to follow it. They're going to copy it. So you sign, anytime you make a decision to be great, this is one of the things that you sign up for. And so I will say that in closing, thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Life and Couture podcast.